Welcome to Holding Fast. How is your anchor holding today as it gripped firmly to the unshakable rock of Holy Scripture? To welcome you in the podcast today, we begin a brand new podcast week. We have just, uh, at least as I'm giving this podcast, just left a day in the house of the Lord. Uh, We had the Lord's Day celebration. We spent time in the Word of God, hearing it preached, had a guest speaker at my church, and God really ministered through him the words of God, in particular regarding the family. Uh, The family is such a topic that needs to be addressed today from a biblical viewpoint because it's under such high level of attack and and uh, aggression from an unbelieving world against a nuclear biblical family, uh, one that is representative of how the Lord said a family ought to work. And so the the preacher did a great job ministering the scriptures to us yesterday in the Lord's Day. And uh, today we resume our podcast. I'm resuming our, I guess you could almost call it just a walk through the Bible as we do our Bible reading Uh, day in and day out, we come across these nuggets of truth that are great blessings. And I'm taking today's podcast to reflect on one of the great greatest characters in the Bible, one that's always been a hero to me. Oh, certainly he had feet of clay. He was not perfect. As a matter of fact, one of the things that uh, he experienced in his own life is something that God judged Eli, the man who was responsible for training Samuel up in the ways of the Lord, Eli, who didn't even raise his own boys in the right way and didn't hold them accountable and restrain them, uh, and lost his two sons as a result in his own life because of his unwillingness to uh, make them toe the line and to obey the Lord. But uh, Samuel was brought along, and Samuel apparently had a tender heart. That's not surprising to us, is it? I mean, as a matter of fact, I've always already mentioned that his model mother, whose name was Hannah, was a praying woman. She was used greatly of the Lord because she was dependent on God to provide her with a with a son. And of course, Samuel is the fruit of that prayer, and God blessed her with Samuel. But Samuel was not without his own flaws, and he was a man, and everybody, every man uh, has, is full of their own foibles and, and, and uh, um, uh, marks that uh, identify them as a fallen creature. But Samuel even had sons, and his sons were basically reprobates, and they didn't follow in the way of the Lord. So maybe he didn't learn everything he needed to learn from Eli. You know, it's easy for us to step back and read in the Bible and see these characters and see all the struggles they went through and their uh, unbelief and their unwillingness to obey God and really bring condemnation on them, and then not be able to see our own flaws and not be able to see the weaknesses that we struggle with. And it's a constant need for us to to uh, maintain a sensitivity to the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives, to make sure that we're adhering to what God has commanded us to do. Uh, and so that's one of my prayers. I want you to make it one of your prayers too. Lord, open my eyes and help me to see those things that I just don't recognize so that I can be more effective for you. Well, Samuel uh, was growing in the Lord. Samuel was growing in in his knowledge of God. But at the very beginning, in the book of 1 Samuel chapter 3, where we've been reading lately, uh, we are introduced really to the beginning, the budding of the relationship that went on between Samuel and the Lord. 
Samuel occupies that place of probably one of the last judges in the nation of Israel. Uh, He was a man who occupied a place not just of prophet, but also of priest as he interceded for the people of God. And Samuel was also somebody who I believe was genuine in his faith and his love for the Lord. He was a praying man himself. Uh, We're constantly reminded of that throughout the chapters of 1 Samuel. Uh, He was a man who stayed in contact and touch with the Lord, and God was able to use him, I believe, as a result of that. And so Samuel had to begin somewhere, and he began in the house of God with Eli. Uh, We have read already in 1 Samuel chapter 3 of uh, the initiation that Samuel had to his relationship with God. Uh, He, uh, if you remember correctly, Samuel was asleep, and of course he hears the voice from God. I, I like what Charles Spurgeon said one day. He said, quote, Samuel was asleep, yet he heard God's voice. But I know some people who are awake, yet have not heard it, unquote. And I think that's a significant observation. Uh, Samuel was asleep, and God began to call on his name. And he ran to Eli, thinking maybe Eli might have called to him. And the, pretty soon Eli recognizing that God was calling out to Samuel, said, You say when that voice calls to you, speak, Lord, for your servant heareth. And so uh, here Samuel is being initiated into the prophetic ministry for our God in heaven. Uh, He is also going to serve down the road a little bit as the kind of intermediary person between a theocracy where God ruled over Israel and a uh, and a monarchy where, of course, Saul was the first one, and then, of course, David. Uh, and so we look at the person of Samuel, and we looked how he grew, and we looked how he was dedicated to God by his parents, that there was a special relationship that he had to the Lord, uh, that he was dedicated, and Eli raised him up as the ministering priest to be trained and, and mentored and taught about the ways of the Lord. And it kind of reminds you of Luke 2, where it is said about Jesus that the child grew in, in favor both with the Lord and also with men. Um, and what a contrast, of course, with Eli's sons, but that's for another time. So in these times of, of hearing the voice of God as a child, uh, he said, speak for thy servant heareth. By the way, are you awake to hear the voice of the Lord today? As you're listening to this podcast right now, has God spoken into your life in recent preaching service? Now, we understand that God does not speak audibly, verbally anymore, but he has set his revealed will for you down in the pages of the Bible. It's there that we hear God's voice speak. And of course, that implies that you're paying attention that you're hearing his word, that you're you're allowing your mind to be saturated with the teaching of the Bible so that God can speak to you. I think so many times right now that we are not awake and, and not hearing God's voice, and you've got to tune your ears uh, and your heart into him. That's why we go to the Lord's house. That's why we hear the preaching of the scriptures, because it's through that that God brings to your mind what he wants you to do and the direction that he wants you to give. So often people absent themselves from the house of God because perhaps, just perhaps, 
they're not in tune with the voice of God and they don't want to hear him. So I would encourage you, you want wisdom for living. You want guidance for how you ought to live your life. You need to be in God's house and you need to be hearing the preaching and the teaching of his word and find that there is a practical, practical instruction on how to have wisdom. And so the scriptures tell us here in 1 Samuel chapter 3, particularly in verse 20, are the duties that Samuel would have. Um, and you can't help but study the life of the, the prophet Samuel without noting his prayers. His prayers are significant. I'm even going to touch on those in the next uh, few podcasts and, and note what they are. And that's not a surprising uh, surprise to us because his mother was a praying woman. And his prayers are really epitomized by his statement, and we're not there yet, but in 1 Samuel chapter 12, he said, Moreover, as for me, God forbid that I should sin against the Lord in ceasing to pray for you. He was a praying man, a praying prophet. Uh, Do you have a listening ear of Samuel to the voice of God in your life right now? Are you drowning it out by the uh, voices of others that are calling out to you, maybe even in unbelief? Oh, listen, folks, why don't we pray for tender hearts? Pray for God's movement in our own lives so that we might hear his voice, see his hand, and unmistakably know that he's leading in the word of God. And then not only to have an ear like Samuel, to hear the voice of God, but have that willingness to pray and seek his face and say, Lord, I'm here as your servant. I want to do what you've called me to do. It's going to be hard. When you become a genuine disciple of Jesus Christ, it's going to require some transformation in your life, some change that may happen. You may have come to the Lord later in life. And I want to challenge you, just because you did that doesn't mean that it's going to be easy. Sometimes it requires a lot of adjustment. It always does when we turn from self to the Savior. I'm praying for you today. Remember, the man who makes much of himself will make little of God, and you need to make much of God. God bless you today. Walk with him. Walk with the knowledge that he's with you all the way. May the Lord bless you as you serve him.